Hey there, hey, and welcome to the pod of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. We recognize, we recognize your star, because you are a star wherever you are. Did you know that today is Thursday? Wait, no, is it Thursday? Is it Friday? What day is it? We are going to talk about that. Today is another opportunity for us to relish in all the things that are good and not think about all the things that kind of suck i don't know it's always a good day to do that it is thursday and um it's cold is it cold where you are because it's definitely cold where i am welcome to winter in new england where it's freezing and it's cold and i wish i didn't have to go outside but i gotta go outside because i'm a commuter i drive to work yay i'm not like one of those people that gets to work on the computer but i've done that too so i mean i've had both worlds but you know it's not that bad being out in the public um it's got it's good it's and it's bad the bad thing is i have to actually leave the house the good part is i get to be around other people so that's i guess that that's a nice aspect of it but anyways it's thursday it's another opportunity for us to recognize our star power at first to recognize that we can basically accomplish anything we actually put our minds to did you know that if you really truly focus on something and give it effort and hard work and dedication you might actually achieve things and conquer them and complete things and that's an amazing feeling so if you're feeling like you can't do something because someone's providing you with fear and doubt just ignore them and do it anyway that's what i say there's always going to be negative people that are going to have an opinion telling you what you can't do you have to be able to look past them and look upon the horizon and see the sun and the beauty in life and make your life fun instead of being fearful of things chase your dreams and don't question anything be unapologetic in your own happiness so it's thursday and you know there's a lot of things for us to talk about especially with no media allowed let's get right into our favorite part of the conversation no media allowed no media allowed no media allowed because they lie to us they lie to us anyway you know what they keep posting like journal thoughts and posts on google about the child tax credit and how difficult that's going to be for people's lives without it guess what I don't care, man. Do you know how difficult it is for me to live normally? And I don't get a tax credit. No one's giving me anything. So maybe I should start crying about my life and the fact I don't, I never got a child tax credit. I never got any kind of credit. I got Department of Labor trying to come after me for something I didn't even do. There's that. Um, so I got to tell you, I don't care about government welfare handouts to bummy people that need to figure out life. Like get a job. Get a job. I'm tired of hearing about people that can't figure out how to live on their own without government assistance. I'm tired of hearing about all these people that want all the sympathy and they want all these people to feel bad for them and they want to act like they're victims. You're not a victim. You chose that life. If you want a government handout, it comes with strings attached to it. So if you enjoy living in poverty and you don't want to make a certain amount of money each year and you don't want to figure out how to go to the grocery store without food stamps, that's you. It's not me. I don't care. I don't know why they have to keep writing articles about this or doing podcasts. And I told you already, I like the Young Turks. I like Majority Report. I like a lot of progressive voices, but I don't like when they use propaganda and they try to act like 
Biden is bad because he didn't pass something that's ridiculous. You know, let me tell you why he didn't pass Build Back Better, because it's insane. And I'm sorry, Joe Manchin isn't going to sign anything that has anything to do with a child tax credit. They should take advantage of the fact they've already gotten it. Outside of that, we don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, and I don't know anybody else that wants to hear about that. I pay my taxes every year. There's no tax credit for me. So why should anybody else get a tax credit? And I don't want to hear the sympathy thing about they have kids. It's difficult. A lot of people have kids. It's difficult for everybody figuring out how to do everything. No one ever said that was easy. But it's selfish to children to have kids and you can't take care of them. It's it's selfish not to be able to take care of responsibilities to cor- the correct way. A government handout is not an answer for that. It's not. It's never been one, and it never will be one. So while Democrats want to jump on the back of Joe Manchin and say, oh, Joe Manchin, what what can we do so you'll sign off on this insanity? I don't think there's anything that you can provide to him that's going to make him okay this, because then he's going to have to tell his Virginia voters why he okayed on this. What's he going to tell them? He's okay with welfare, too? What's Krista Sinema going to say to the Republicans in uh, Arizona? And I know you're thinking, but they're supposed to be Democrats. Yeah, but they're they're running as Democrats in red states. So that's kind of not fair for us to be putting all this pressure on them, assuming that they're just going to fold over because it's convenient. It's It's not fair. Not only is it not fair, but it's not realistic. Like having the observation that Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin and all these other left people should just do something because we want them to. Why? Because it fits your narrative to your small base of people. Like I say, the media is corporately run, right? And I don't have anything against Mark Zuckerberg or... Jeff Bezos, or any of the other elites that are in this untouchable, like, cloud of I'm the lords of the world thing. You know, they figured out a way to make a conglomerate of money, and they're very successful at it. Do I like some of the things they do? Do I like what uh, Facebook stands for? No, I don't like it. Because it's, it's pulling people away from reality, giving them a way to ploy into a virtual reality of poo. Basically, that's what social media is. It's a lie. And lies feel good. They smell good. They taste good. And they look good. But they're not real. It's an illusion of reality. That's what Facebook is. Why are you waiting for somebody to like something you posted on Facebook? Outside of the fact that the only reason you should be on social media is if you have a company, is what are you doing? Right? What are you doing? Like I said... Build Back Better, and I've been talking about this thing for months, just hoping and praying. But I told you before this happened, Manchin wasn't going to sign off on it. And what do you know? He didn't do it. But can I just say it wasn't just Manchin that didn't sign off on it. There was other Democrats that didn't sign off on it. And Republicans aren't going to do anything Democrats are trying to pass. There's no bipartisanship of Republicans. The thing I don't like about Republicans is the fact that they try to use stupid things to entice their their base like why are you trying to change what children are learning in school to try to get rid of racism and hate and what happened in history to black people 
we're going into Black History Month for February. And I think the beginning of Black History Month is knowing the day it ended slavery. Also, taking into consideration what happened to Martin Luther King, what happened to Malcolm X, what happened to the groups of black people that were trying to do things and stop what was happening to them. All that needs to be available for people to see. It can't be something that's hidden like it didn't happen. Just like we should be fully aware of what happened to Native Americans at the beginning of time. They were slaughtered like animals, like pigs, like cows at a farm. And left with nothing. There's, there's not a good way to talk about that. People want to make fun of Native Americans. They want to make fun of where they live, how they live, what they believe in, things that are very important to them. They make fun of maybe the way they dress, their, the things that they hold sacred to them. And they can make fun of whatever they have. But it should be taken into consideration what I actually had. So while you want to hold anyone accountable for anything that's happening take into consideration what's actually going on there isn't going to be a tax credit that's not happening people will go back to work or they are going to starve because the federal government is not giving any more handouts can i tell you what the unemployment rate is it's a 3.9 or 3.8 currently why would anyone need a stimulus check if that's the case? And why are they talking about giving people a stimulus check if they had kids in 2021? So you're being rewarded in 2021 and COVID happened in 2019 for kids. What does that have anything to do with COVID? Why are you trying to claim that you can't figure things out because of COVID-19? It's a global pandemic. You know how you avoid really getting sick with COVID? You get the vaccinations or you wear a mask. You get the booster and and you follow things that are common sense. COVID-19 doesn't have anything to do about your hands or touching things. It's a respiratory illness. So if you're trying to avoid it. Oh, my God, Skip. Dude, I'm podcasting. Moron. If you're trying to avoid it, maybe you should take into consideration all the things that you have that can make the make it a less killable pandemic for you why don't you get the COVID-19 vaccine and stop being an anti-vaxxer you're going to eat a cheeseburger at McDonald's but you won't get a COVID-19 vaccine are you kidding me you're going to eat some food from a can but you won't get a COVID-19 vaccine you're in a line for free food because you don't want to buy food at a grocery store but you're not going to get a vaccine in your arm and excuse me let me bring up the fact that in order for kids to go to school they have to be vaccinated not only do kids have to be vaccinated to go to like elementary school but let me tell you that if you're trying to go to any college and i mean any college vaccines are required for that too if you want to work in an elderly home if you want to work in a hospital if you want to work any environment even in a school they require you to have vaccines as a teacher like it's a requirement for you to get a flu shot if you're an educator so these people that are anti-vaxxers and whatever, are they like living in the boondock somewhere in a cabin and none of them are getting anything and they're all just going to get infected? And how about, how about just the thought, why don't we put 
all these morons that are unvaccinated in an unvaccinated hospital where they don't have any nurses because no one's going to want to work there. And let's just let them die. Like, why do we care? Like, stop caring. Like, I don't understand why the... The higher court decided that people don't have to get vaccinated if it's a certain amount of people. I don't understand why they took that away. I don't understand why people aren't vaccinating, showing negative tests every week, because they should. I don't understand why they keep going back and forth on their thoughts with the CDC, because now when no one's taking them seriously. So that's a problem. Um, There's a lot of questions about the government. And um, all we can do is hold them accountable. I don't really believe any news. I don't believe anything they're saying. I like to research my own news and actually find out what's happening. I don't want to hear about feeling bad, giving sympathy or empathy to a group of people that don't want to go to work, don't want to go to college, don't want to be held accountable for their futures. Dude, if you don't have a 401k or you're not investing your money or you don't have any anything for retirement, you can't retire. So what are you going to do when you get older? You have to pay in the Social Security to retire. You have to pay into that for a certain amount of years. And you can't get Social Security for retirement until you're like 62 or something. So how is this going to work for all these morons out here that don't understand that, what I'm saying? Like, what's going on, man? No one's holding them responsible. But I guess they're going to have to learn a hard way. Work hard, play hard. Like, you can't be jealous or envious or upset or angry about anything anybody else has, but you don't want to go to work. Everybody should have something to do every day unless you're a business or an entrepreneur and your business is your body. Like, are you a model? Are you selling clothes? Are you advertising a podcast? Do you have a website? Are you... Are you advertising for positivity like are you building something bigger than that if you're in that genre and you're an entrepreneur you have a business or you're doing that okay i understand why you have social media i understand why you're doing things differently if you're not and you're just an everyday joe then shut the hell up like just shut up i don't want to hear these anti-vaxxers get any time of day why should they be able to go to the hospital and take up beds and take up room for people that actually need it? Like, I don't know, people that might not have had a good reaction to chemotherapy with a cancer treatment. That's likely a person that probably needs a bed at a hospital instead of some moron that's going around on TikTok and Facebook advertising that they're not going to get the COVID vaccine. See what I'm saying? Like, there's problems here. And it's funny, when Biden tried to do something, The Republicans were just like, oh, this is stupid, and they didn't want to do it. But these morons are going to keep not getting vaccinated, and more people are going to continue to die in the United States of America. And at this point, we're definitely over a million, and honestly, this is going to be like what Thanos predicted. Millions of people are going to die. And this is just the beginning of it. So if you thought COVID was going away, it's not. If you think the government is going to continue to give out handouts because of COVID, they're not. Life is just going to continue on with COVID. That's how it's going to be. 
Anyways, thank you for tuning in to this Thursday version of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. They lie to us every day, anyway, anytime. Propaganda, propaganda, propaganda. It's the only tool that they have to entice people to click on their stupid videos to listen to them. And if you actually listen to what they say, if you read the emails they send to you when they want to talk about Trump, who hasn't been president for an entire year, click off of it. Free yourself from crappy media, bad journalists, and bad information. If you want real information, go research it yourself. Let it just be said, journalism has died, and media died with it. We are forced to listen to a bunch of robotic morons now that don't actually say anything tangible. It's just an illumination of reality, and people love social media so they can lie about everything. That's why they like twitch that's why they like tiktok that's why they like snapchat and that's why they love instagram and youtube so they can make up whatever lies they want and get a bunch of morons to follow them and listen to them but like i said last week you need a certain amount of people for what you're saying to actually matter and if we're talking 500 or less it's not gonna cut it so best of luck losers media is dead and now we just get to talk about it like somebody that died and we're at their graveyard in a grave and we're at their grave and we're just staring at the tombstone that's what media is a tombstone of a time that's over and now we're just forced to listen to a bunch of robotic idiots thanks for tuning in to uh, no media allowed and let's get into our fun part of our conversation twitter now twitter is filled with some people that are saying things but mostly it's robots Mostly, it's it's not actually people. How can you be on Twitter arguing with people? I talked about it before. I don't understand why Jim Cramer is upset about people saying negative things to him about Twitter. How does he have time to be going and looking at the like the direct messages on there? How does he have time to be looking at the replies? And how does he have time to look and see how many people are hearting what he's posting? Granted, people that are on social media like that are people that are working in news, are people that are entrepreneurs, and are people that are businessmen or women. Understandable. You're a model. You are involved in something that's different. That's why you're on there. But I'm telling you, like, he's getting angry, like, really upset. He's going on live TV yelling about something that somebody said on Twitter. And Jim, dude... And I love Kramer. Kramer! I love Kramer. I watch him every day. Um, we DVR his shows. And when, when I get home from work, me and Skip watch it every day together. And we love it. Uh, Kramer is very inquisitive, very smart. Uh, a top-notch go-to guy. He's somebody you would want to have these um, Wall Street conversations with. And he's the only guy, he's one of the only guys I trust that's on the Wall Street. For real. He is, honestly. He's somebody I love to just conversate with every day and um you know being a part of his email group and going into the new year he's changing his services around and um, we're gonna have to you know get in on the deal and join in on this deal together but i'm telling you right twitter is just it's just like facebook why are you spending all this time and effort getting angry about twitter bots or like 
things that aren't actually people. Like they're programmed to respond to you because they don't want you to have your own opinion or they don't want you to be disconnected from their small group of thought. Like it's a cult. The people that are in charge of Twitter are not that successful at getting the message across. Now they're trying to have Twitter be like a database for a bunch of other things. I think it lost what it was. Just like Facebook lost what Facebook was for. Just like Instagram has lost what Instagram was for. And I like Tone It Up. I like Peloton. I like all these things. I like having access to these things. But... You got to be very careful with social media. And Twitter is worse in some ways than the other ones. Because you've got hundreds of thousands of people constantly responding to something. And typically it's a negative response. Now for me, I'm pretty much not like Jim. Uh, businesswoman or not, you know, I'm on this podcast Obviously, I do care about my social media, especially my Twitter and my Instagram. But I will tell you this. It's probably not a good idea for you to be sending me some negative crap on some social media like I'm actually going to care. I'm speaking my words. I'm coming on this podcast. I'm creating these podcasts because I want to. Not because I want anybody's opinion or I need their permission to do it. That's what podcasting is. That's what YouTubing is. That's what being on one of these platforms is. You're doing it for a reason. There is a calling for a new podcast that has a variety of different things on it. I talk about health. I talk about clothes. I talk about TV. talk about food. talk about politics. I talk about all of it. It's, it's a way to have everything wrapped in one thing. Getting upset about Twitter feed isn't helping that. Like... I don't really come on here. Like, we all know Facebook's a dumpster fire, okay? It is a dumpster fire. It's just blowing up constantly. So is Twitter. Like, and putting a new CEO in front of Twitter is not going to change Twitter. That's not going to fix the problem. The problem is actually Twitter. It's the way you created the availability for people to respond to each other like that. Like, At first, I liked Twitter because I could tweet somebody or it could be about a conversation and it was fun. I was even at some points having conversations with some of the people that were on uh, Trump's crew. And that was kind of entertaining, you know, just being able to respond to people like somebody's going on a show. Hey, and they respond back to you. And it's just it's useful, like for some way or another. Okay, like. Like, I like wearing Kylie cosmetics, and, like, I tweeted that I wore a certain color, and then, like, one of the people from Kylie tweeted me back, hey, glad you love this color, did you know this color is coming out? And then they tweet you a link to go find another color, or you post it on Instagram. You see what I'm talking about? That's different from what actually Twitter is. Twitter is a nightmare. It is just a negative ball of crap wrapped up in another negative ball of crap. And it just never ends. And then you got people like Jim Cramer. Booyah! Getting mad. Now, he's got hundreds of thousands of fans, right? We are part of his email list. We watch him every day. He allows people to come on and he does a segment of the show where 
he calls it lightning round and he lets people ask him questions about stocks. And he's really cool. But watching him be upset about Twitter has me just like totally like seriously, Jim, like you're really upset about this. Like really. Like did you think these morons were going to be different? Did you think that? Because they're not different. They're the same morons they've always been. Just They're just the same morons. I, I just truly hope that 2022 could be a year where we separate ourselves away from social media just a little bit more. Going into 2022, uh, you know, I, I'm just trying to be hopeful that this year is going to be a little different than last year and the year before that. Let's just hope Jim Cramer does not think Twitter responses are as important as they are. Anyways, moving on from Jim and Twitter, let's get into another conversation about kids going outside and playing. Did you know that kids don't go outside and play anymore? They don't. They don't go outside and play. They're on iPads and iPhones and they're not doing like things like that. They don't even play board games anymore. I don't even know if kids read anymore. I mean, I don't get it. That's just me. I I do think technology is not good when it comes to children because they get intoxicated with it and I think it's going to be a problem once they become a teenager because it becomes everything they think about just this is why you got to be very careful with social media does that mean people are being careful with social media no because that's money for people so they don't care but you know as somebody that has been a part of education and understands the empowerment of losing yourself in that it's it's going to be something that's going to be detrimental to a child's life growing up if they become intoxicated with social media. Take their tablets away. Turn the TV off. Maybe give them a board game. Maybe teach them chess. Maybe get them into documentaries. Maybe get them into your your comic book collection or give them something that they can create let them paint and color and and do other things outside of going on some stupid social media platform get them away from that because they're going to be 10 years old on facebook or some kid version of it and that's what they're going to spend all their time doing that's what's coming that next part of our conversation outside of kids not being able to talk to each other Dealing with uncomfortable conversations. Sometimes conversations are difficult to have. Like when you don't like something, it's it's probably better to just explain that. Like if you don't like the way someone's approaching a conversation with you or you don't like the way somebody says something to you, it's probably better to just tell someone from the beginning how you feel than to let things carry on and then not have that conversation. I'd like to think people could read between the lines and they'll get a gist of what you don't like. 
but people are stupid. So I don't think they're going to get that. I want to tell you that they are, but they're probably not. So I got to just tell you, be smarter. Just don't, don't let them do it to you. Like have some sort of a power. Difficult, uncomfortable conversations can lead to a freedom. You're not feeling like you can't talk to somebody. You're not feeling like you're not setting your feelings off. And you're not feeling like you can't be who you are. If you don't have these conversations, you won't be who you are. You'll be stuck worrying about the ending of something that hasn't begun yet. If you're going to fly, untie your wings and fly. If you're going to live, live unapologetically and don't care about what people think about you. Uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable is just a small part of freedom. So I dare you to jump into the uncomfort, jump into things that don't feel normal, dissect them, explain, tell your side of the story, have those difficult conversations so you can get to the good conversations and the fun with people you love, with people you like, with all that importance. Do it. I dare you. Next part of our conversation, outside of that creepy one. Buying tablets. Now, I was going to talk about when do you buy a new laptop. But honestly, I was thinking about it. And when do you buy a new tablet? Like, the, I don't even really know how to answer that question for myself. Because I don't like Windows products. I only like Apple products. So, it'll be, it would be buying a new iPad. But honestly, I already have an iPad and I don't really use that. So I don't understand why I would buy another one. Like, granted, I like looking at my iPad for recipes. I like playing games on it. I like going on Pinterest. I like shopping on there. I like watching YouTube videos. I really have left them alone, though, because I feel like they're too full of way too much propaganda for me. I felt like I went to the darkness for like a year or something, getting caught up with politics. And I'm glad I came out of it. I'm on the other side of that. But outside of those things, being creative, playing games, having fun with my iPad, it's not something that I look at every day. Like, it dies. Like, it's not like my iPhone. Like, it's different. So, when do you know you need to upgrade an iPad? Like, because new things come out every year, and you're not going to want to buy something every year because you're going to be spending five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars $700 a year. And do you really want to spend that? And I'm not saying you don't have the money to spend that. I'm just saying, are you getting your money's worth by buying something new every year? Just like I used to have the iPhone trade-in thing. And every year I would trade in my iPhone. So I would get, what, a year and a half out of it and trade it in and get another one? What is the point of that? They're just getting, like, thousands of dollars out of me every year. So now I have the iPhone 12. And honestly, I don't know when I'm getting another one. It's it's not going to be anytime soon. Because the iPhone 13 is great, but it's not that great. My 12X Pro, my 12 Pro Max is this just as great the camera's probably better on this one than it is on that one i'm not gonna lie to you and honestly i should have just kept my xs max because the camera was better on that one than it is on this one so you know my bad but i'm not falling for that trick again as soon as i'm done with this playing off this phone keeping it for a long run like 
it doesn't make any sense to keep updating electronic products like tablets or laptops or phones every year. And getting caught up into that means that you're looking forward to trading something in. I'm, I got to tell you, I'm not seeing the, the good in that. Just like, I know I want that new Nintendo, what, what is it? Wii Fit or whatever, not Wii Fit, whatever, whatever it's called. The new Wii. But I haven't gotten that yet either because I don't know when I'm going to play it and I don't want to buy that and not use it. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Be careful with electronics. Be careful thinking you got to spend your money on things you might not actually need to spend your money on. Just saying. Just saying. Anyways, the next part of our conversation, outside of buying things that you might not need, because we all go through that when we're in the store and we're like, wow, this looks really cool. And then we think about buying it and we're like, wow, this is really dumb. Um, Wow, we talk about watching things. I watched this really amazing movie with my mama. called crime story for her birthday last week and it was really good it was on hulu there's also this other amazing movie it's about a psychiatrist a psychiatrist i haven't watched it yet but i'm going to it's on a list of things for me to watch um i gotta tell you hulu is not looking bad right now it's looking like it's really something you want to give a try to they started this new movie called Cleaning Lady on Fox, but I'm definitely not going to watch that. And, uh, there's a lot of, like, other shows on there that are different. I do want to look at Next Level Chef. That's a Fox show with Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay and two other uh, pronounced chefs on there. Looks really good. And I can't believe I'm saying anything good about Fox because typically the things on there are questionable. But I think that Fox has a partnership with Hulu and they just pushed that directly to them. It looks like Fargo is coming back at some point. Let's hope that's the the, the thing. Um, it left off season four. Hopefully we'll hear something good about Fargo returning. I'm hoping. Um, it's always good to find something that you like and have the characters kind of stay the same and have the story kind of stay the same. I'm really hoping that this next season of American Horror Story does the same thing. The last one, they like did two segments of it and the second segment of it, I hated it. It was just very strange for me, but. Maybe it's because I'm picky, but I'm hoping that this new this new segment of American Horror Story will be just as good as the other ones. Um, there's also this exclusive Hulu uh, series called Wild Crime, and I think that that looks really good, and La Brea, and a bunch of other things, too. Um, I know I wasn't saying good things about um, Hulu, but I gotta tell you, after really... <clears throat> taking a little bit of time to go through it. It's really got a lot of great things. We watched the Eternals 
um, on Martin Luther King's Day last week. Well, Monday. And uh, it was not what I expected, like at all. I expected it to be more action-packed. And I'm not saying that it wasn't, because it was. It just it was kind of boring. Like, it was literally boring. Like, that's the part of it where I was just like, here we go. Like, I kind of wish they had made it so it wasn't so, like, dead. I'm, I'm kind of grateful I didn't go to the movie theater to see it. We watched it on Disney+. Plus. And honestly, with Disney+, Plus, I don't know when we're going back to the movies. Um, cause I don't know the Batman is coming out and we definitely will go see that at the movie theater. But outside of things like that, we are not going back to the movie theater anytime soon. Okay. Moving on from Star Wars talk, Star Wars talk. We watch together. Let's get into Vigstar, Vigstar. Where'd you get those Vigstars? Vigstars, Vigstars. Where'd you get those eyes? So... For the last couple of weeks, I've been having difficulty deciding, do I want to make a meal prep every week or do I want to just buy Life Cuisine or some meal prep, shove it in the freezer and just eat that? Or do I want to make salads and then just buy tomatoes and olives and shove that in there with some peppers and some like make my own um, salad dressing or just do oil and vinegar? That's been really weighing on me. And I'm trying to get back into like a decent regimen with food and working out. And it's just, it's becoming something where like, what do I want to do? It's also bad that I'm very indecisive, so I can't make up my mind. So every time I think I want to order factor or something, I look at how much it costs a week. And I'm like, do I want to really want to spend 50 to $70 a week on meal preps? But then again, it's probably better that I do do something like that. So I'm spending my money on something I'm actually going to eat than wasting my money away on stuff that doesn't matter. So, like, it's, it's a back-and-forth issue for me. I don't know. I'm trying to stick stick with my regimen. I'm getting back into working out. I think I've decided for breakfast that I want to... Stick with shakes. Like I have tone it up and I've got um blend jet shakes. So I'm just gonna um stick with shakes for breakfast. Or sometimes, you know, maybe do a hard boiled egg or just do like if you get a cupcake pan and you take bacon and you wrap pieces of bacon in it and you take an egg and you crack the egg in it and you put it in the oven for like six minutes, you just made like a cup, like a baking cup with an egg in it and that's an option too there's so many little things you can do that can make such a big difference there's so many other ways to eat food that doesn't involve carbohydrates and pasta and rice and i found this rice that looks really good um skip doesn't like it but i think i'm going to try it it's a bunch of cauliflower rices and I know the idea of just eating cauliflower rice with nothing else is like daunting, but I really want to get out of eating so many carbohydrates. I think it's just in everything and just I'm trying to be better. Sometimes it's difficult to do that in a in a country where everything is like 
maybe not made the correct way and the way they do everything in the warehouses and the factories it's not you're not like a hundred percent on it so like I'm not making all the food I'm consuming so I'm not seeing everything every step of the way I think that's why I was drawn to factor like just being on a regiment where it's like I'm having this meal this time like these hours I'm doing this I'm doing a shake after I work out whatever you know sometimes it's good to have that shake for some energy after you really burn it out and you sweat it for a while like I really want to make sure that I'm doing things good for me because I want to live longer and stronger I want this just to be the beginning of my story with my kids I want them to know that it's okay to feel like you can't do something but you got to keep persevering and trying you can't just give up on yourself because that's easy that's not how this goes so in order for me to get to my goal I'm gonna have to push myself I'm gonna have to wake up early and go to the gym before I go to work I'm going to have to maybe do things I I wouldn't be normally doing but I'm gonna push myself so I can get back to my goal weight I want to be healthy I want to live longer and I want to live stronger I don't want to have to have surgeries on all my body parts I don't want diabetes I don't want heart problems I don't want what happened to people in my family to happen to me and you know there's a history of heart issues in my family so I'm trying to avoid that too um the convenience of eating not properly and the convenience of doing things one way versus another can lead you to think, uh, nah, it's not going to matter. But that's not the truth. It's going to matter. You're going to end up waking up one day in a lot of pain. And that could have all been avoided. So, to avoid my pain, I might give up rice for real. I might really seriously utilize my KitchenAid to make my own pasta. I'm likely going to do that. It's just... Things like that that are going to make a bigger difference later. If I just continuously do it every day, it's going to make a bigger difference later. So I'm promising myself on this Thursday, I'm going to make a bigger change. And I might really go into a different meal prep. I'm going to have another conversation with Skip and really talk about it. And I know $50 to $70 a week is a lot of money. But for someone that's busy like me, it's going to take a lot off my chain with going to the grocery store every week trying to buy stuff. Like, and then make it. That's why I was, that's why I was looking toward Lean Cuisine or something. Like, I don't have time for that. I really don't. And I'm not saying that I have a million things going on, but I have a small amount of time to do things. Like, if I'm working all week or I'm working on a Saturday, then I have a smaller amount of time to get things done on. And cooking to really cook good it takes time and I love cooking but I'd rather spend time cooking dinner when I get home from work than trying to figure out a meal prep that's what I'm saying I think it's I'd, I'd rather make the dinner that we're going to eat be something very delicious and healthy than spending hours making a meal prep you know what I'm saying I'd rather do that like have that weight taken off my shoulder want something that's easier and I don't want to continue to spend 10 to $15 a day ordering food at work. I mean, that's convenient and the food tastes good, but it doesn't taste good in my wallet when the money's not there. So there's that. Anyways, this has been your Thursday version of No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Yeah, they lie all the time.
It's unfortunate, but they do it. Anyways, I'll see you guys later. Bye!